Welcome back to All About Apprenticeships, brought to you by Checktrade.com. I'm Georgie Frost, and this is the podcast that brings you everything you could possibly ever need to know about apprenticeships, from the apprenticeship levy, the skills gaps, the green agenda, and what businesses need to know before taking on an apprentice. The sector is pretty resilient, pretty stable, uh, and certainly from our perspective as an inspectorate, uh, is generally pretty good. You've got to have the learner at the heart of everything you do. Compared to other uh, educational establishments, apprenticeships is hard. It, it's a challenging world. A few employers were saying, well, I've got a levy to spend, how can I spend it? Um, which is kind of the wrong question. Um, what you should be saying is, how can I use my apprenticeship levy to fill the skills gaps that I've got? Coming up in this episode, how do we encourage the next generation of apprentices? And could a new breed of trade influencers hold the key? Well, my guests today are Amy Barrett-Singh and Danny Webb, electricians who started their trade careers in their late 20s. They've since established their own company called The Power Couple, where they share a passion for inspiring young individuals to pursue a career in the trades. Welcome to you both. Thanks very much for joining us. Um, let's start, if you don't mind, Amy, with you. Um, how did you get into this line of work? And I guess for both of you, I don't want to say late 20s is old. I mean, it's certainly not <laughs> at all old. But, it, you know, in the context of going into a new career, it's it's quite late in life. Yeah. Um, I'd, it was something that I'd always wanted to do, um, or I'd wanted to do for a long time. Um, both my brothers are electricians, so I sort of knew a lot about it. I knew it was a good career. And I guess it was just a confidence thing. I knew that I would go to college and I'd probably be the only female um, mm. and it just really put me off and I guess as I got older that that feeling kind of got worse because you because you're older as well then um, but yeah I don't know one day I just thought Do you know I'm just gonna go for it what's the worst that can happen and I think I was 28 when I um, went to college when I started at college um, and yeah I mean there were difficult times but all in all it was it was you know it was a good experience and I did really well at college and yeah I was really chuffed. I'm glad you touched on the being a female and what is perceived and you know actually a kind of male dominated world because there will be a lot of women who think yeah well I'd I'd quite like to do that but are put off by the by the image. Yeah and I think when you're younger I mean, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like it takes a certain uh, sort of person or personality to be able to have the initial sort of courage to go into it because it, it is very daunting. And I can't imagine myself doing that when I was like 16, 17, 18, when I left school. Um, I just don't think I had the confidence um, back then. Obviously, you know, you go through life and you experience different things and you think, well, it, this you know it can it, this can't be harder than, than than that so I think through school which is something that we're trying to change now through school I didn't see it as an option for myself because it, mm. it's never spoken about you very rarely see or a bit more these days you do but you used to very rarely see women in these kind of positions in in anywhere like you know in trade counters in in advertising for for you know pet tools or or clothing or whatever you just and then just on the job driving around in vans you you don't see women doing it so i think i'm just i was just trying to 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 you know show you know i'm just a normal girl and i just i just chose to do this job but i do think you see a lot of um 
women retraining when they're older and going into this career because I think all those things that put me off when I was younger have put um other women off and then I think you gain confidence as you get older and you think do you know what I'm going to just go for it so I think that's why you do see a lot of women going in at you know late mid to late 20s like ourselves what is it they say if you can see it you can be it so very very visual at the moment on on social media what Danny for you what was the attraction um for me it was a, a similar kind of thing in terms of I mean obviously it's not the same for men but where at school um, you're treated that only the thick people go into this. And, and I did quite well at school, so my grades were good. Um, you know, you're destined to do this, this and this. Um, and I did do that. I did get indoctrinated into that. And I was sitting in an office and I was bored, um, sitting down for eight, ten hours a day. And I was buy, trying to buy some cheap property to do up, uh, to try and get onto the property ladder. And... As I was doing the electrics, which I shouldn't have been doing, I, I was really enjoying it. And I thought if I could make money doing this, I would really enjoy my work. So that's how it started for me. That perception is so important because I'm a freelancer. When I think about being an electrician, I think creative, out of the house all the time. You're doing something mm. different every day. You're in control of your work. You can start a business. That's not how we perceive it to be, though, generally. is And apprenticeships as well. It's sort of, there's still that slight stigma is that fair enough yeah definitely like at the end of the day everybody's different some people are are really really intelligent um some people can't sit still and they're really good with their hands some people like to paint some people create music but at school it just seems to be office like I mean that I mean I'm 42 so that's what 94 or something when I left school I can't remember no 96 um it was very much office um and yeah, you, you get forced into it almost. And then uh, when I started to notice all of the, the thick kids, quote unquote, were like doing really well by about mid-20s. And I'm like, well, you were supposed to be the thick kids and, and you've got a great career, nice mm. house and all the rest of it. So, yeah, it is a bad stigma, definitely. So apprenticeships and trades just for thickos and men. Is that right, Amy? Yeah. <laughs> How do we change that? How are you going about to change that? So differently, um, for me, it was about showing, I mean, this is a constant evolution as well with our sort of um, social media. Mine was at first, I want to show that I drive a nice truck and I've got some nice tools and and I do nice things. And then I realised after a while of doing that, actually, that could be a bad influence in terms of um, we're seeing lots of young people with all the best tools all of a sudden and wanting nice vans and things. And I'm like, hang on a minute, I need to try to readdress that there's a good career to earn and um, but it's not just all about that I need to make this more about I enjoy my job I really enjoy what I do um for Amy just to be a normal woman I'm just a normal woman just driving a normal van and I I mean yeah I went back and trained a bit older I did do I, I was at college full-time um because I, I couldn't get an apprenticeship because I was 28 it's you know really difficult um You're old at 28 yeah, well, you, your class is on in college terms. Um, and yeah, it was just just to show women that you could just be a normal woman, just do it. It's just it's just another job. It's literally mm. just another job. And I, I, I feel like I've progressed quite quickly in my career. Um, but that's be, that is probably through just 
like my own ambition and stuff and I guess in the back of my head I'm thinking I am that bit older you know I need to really crack on with it I want to be in a position where I start my own business and I, and I have time to grow that business while I'm still working on the tools uh, you know I, I plan to work on the tools for uh, well as long as I can because it's a job that I thoroughly enjoy um and yeah and I just I just want and I don't just want other women to see it like that you know in their 20s or leaving school and think, oh yeah, I, I, you know, I quite fancy that. I want young girls to see it. I want kids in schools um, to see and to start. You know, I want to plant it in young girls' heads as an option for them from like age ten. You start thinking, when I grow up, I want to be, you know, I want it to be a normal thing. I don't want it to just be girls are going to go into doing nails and hair. And unlike myself, I went into childcare at first. Um, I just want it to be normal. Yeah. It's going to take time. Of course it will, but not just not just young girls as well. I think it's I think it's really important that people who are older can look at look at that and think, oh, you know, maybe I, I missed the boat when I was younger. Yeah. It's too late for me to do something meaningful. Yeah, that's what. I, yeah, that's what I like to to have shown. Yeah, that I, I mean, I was I think I was twenty seven. Um, it takes about three years to get into a position to start. And I, I couldn't work that whole point because I had a mortgage. I was paying thousands of pounds to do the training. I had no time. Um, so it would be early 30s until I actually started working. And my progression was rapid as well. And, mm. and i done really well. And I think a lot of people, lots of messages I get on social media, um, people, you know, they want to know what you did, how you did it. Can, can you make a good living? And you can, but you just got to put a lot extra in and work really hard in the yeah. background. I, I get a lot of messages from older, older, mainly women, because women tend to message women, don't they? If they, they want they want a real life experience um, to see how if it's, it's going to work out for them. Um, and I always say like, it, it's never too late, really. If you, mm. you know, if you're in the right mindset and it costs a lot to get to, um, you know, the position where you can start working on your own so you you've got to really want it you, and you would know if you're willing to put in that time and money and effort you'd know that you really want it and and so you'll make something of yourself but that's how I feel anyway so tell me about the power couple can I just congratulate you on the name I liked it <laughs> very, very clever <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah so we were running our own um businesses I'd been in the Midlands running my own thing only for about probably 18 months but it was going really really well um and then Danny was down south um how long did you had your business oh gosh three years maybe something like that um so I was doing well down there as well and then that's where social media helped because I could then come up to the Midlands pick up work then we started picking up work all around the country because of our social media presence and contracts were coming in and then it it got to the point where it would make sense if I moved here, I'm based here, because we can get around everywhere really quickly. And if mm. the contracts are interesting work and it and it pays enough to make it worthwhile, um, you do it and we're enjoying the work. Um, and it's kind of, yeah, it's gone on from there and it just, you build more contacts and more from social media. And then I think we're at a point where it's quieting down at the moment for the whole industry because of the cost of living. Uh, but thankfully, we've got lots of, networks around the whole country and the, and the job offers keep coming in everywhere so mm-hmm. yeah it, it is really good and I think the power couple I think I joked about that name and then you jumped on it straight away didn't you, you said yeah I think that's that's actually really good <laughs> you didn't want it because you were like it's really cringe but everybody yeah. we've told or when we when we were asking around for opinions everybody loves it so 
Yeah. <laughs> First of all, it was like the power couple. It had this image of, I don't know, everyone were wearing shoulder pads and that sort of thing. But actually, when, when you power think about, Rangers. Yeah. When you think about electricity, you think, I, I like it. Um, <laughs> so just tell a bit more about the social media element, how you've seen and you think your following has grown. Um, well, yeah, I mean... I would like to think, I mean, when I started it, I wanted, like I said, I wanted to show that you can have a good career and you can have a good live in. Um, I'm trying to just tweak that slightly because I don't want it just all about that. Um, But personally, I like to show really good work to show that I'm creative and my interpretation of regulations and how to install something, I've tried to put my own twist and uh, you know, pride into that. So mine is a is more of a gallery, I think. And I fuse a little bit when I make reels, my, my love for urban music. I put that together and I feel like that sort of resonates with a younger crowd. They like the urban music mixed with my sort of creative shots that I do. Um, so those things sort of work for me. You, it's a bit different, isn't it? You, you <laughs> uh, get... Danny's really creative and a bit cool, whereas I'm just not. I'm just, uh, and I'm never serious about anything. I'll, I'll put together you know day in the life videos and d- different things and I do I do show work um you know now and then but you get so busy on jobs I always forget to take mm. photos of Plus it's, it's difficult. much better at that yeah it, I think you've got to be creative I mean how how many times can you show you putting a fuse board on a wall that's or, it yeah. uh, like, so you've got you've got to be a little bit creative with it domestic work we generally do the same sort of five jobs over and over yeah. and over and then it's just in a different house isn't it it's a different challenge to us getting some get a cable from there to there or whatever but it's not very interesting but i suppose to, every every job is different people. every job has its own challenges it no day is the same so you can sort of try to get that across but it does get i mean you do i don't want to criticize what anybody posts but you do get some accounts that just post socket and socket and socket <laughs> and you, think, you just can't keep posting that <laughs> So no, there are some people out there that may really, really like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there are a number of influencers there in this sector now. Like, what role do you think that they can they can realistically play? See, it's uh, I have um, a little bit of an issue with just trying to come across responsible with it. Um, I, I want to promote that that I do enjoy my career. We do enjoy our job, and, and we want to be electricians and to to generate more electricians. I think there's a meme that I think Sparks Magazine posted it actually, and it is really funny, and it was that we need more electricians, not influencers, and it's like a, mm. a woman crying, I think, or, or a bloke, is it? But, yeah, like that's kind of what I feel like. I want to try and readdress it a little bit because we've all – some of us have done better than others. You get sponsorship deals. You get all sorts of different things thrown at you, which you think you never could imagine just being a tradesperson. Mm. Um, but – for me, it's not about that. I think you feel the same. It's about trying to inspire people. If something can help you along the way, that's great. But I'm not looking for a way off the tools to to be a presenter because, you know, that's that's where it's took me sort of. Do you know what I mean? You know, if the TV channels come a calling, I mean, why not? Amy, do you feel that a level of responsibility, though, to make sure that you are offering the kind of right guidance to young people I mean it's yeah it's inspired, but you want to do it the right way right yeah so it's a really difficult I feel sometimes it's a really difficult sort of position to be in because um it's I want to be seen as professional but in my, I'm not I'm a very like jokey non-serious <laughs> person so 
you know, if for me, my life's about having a laugh. Um, but I have to try and rein it in. You know, I have, I've got a business and we're trying, you know, I, I am a professional, you know, my work is very professional. Um, but then also, you know, I don't, I, and also I don't want to be seen as just like this girl who's a clown and, and, and stuff. I, I, I want to be taken seriously and I want other women to look at me and think, wow, she's done well. She's a professional businesswoman. She's got, you know, she's doing really well. I want to be like that. Um, I think we have to be careful what we're posting um as well to be taken seriously by the industry and by other men um in and around the industry um yeah it's there's there's a it's a a difficult one because there's a you inspire these these women to come along and to and to be involved in the trade and to influence be influencers if you like um but then you don't want it you want it to make sure, and you can't control what people post. It's it, up to them. But yeah. you want you want them to post work and their day, not not other things, because then they're not going to get taken seriously, and then that yeah. defeats the object of what everyone's been trying to do. It's like like backpedaling. I, I want yeah. to, um, you know, I, I get like people are going to get uh, brand deals and stuff and sponsorships, and I, I've been really fortunate. I've had various things with with really good companies that are you know very genuine. Um, like working relationships, you know, brands that I use all the time or clothing that I that I wear all the time and and whatever. But uh, you know, the the bottom line is I want to influence women in the right way with for the right things. Um, and young girls, you know, pe- young youngsters are impressionable. I don't want to, I don't want to, you know. trick girls in singing this is a really glamorous life and you can post a picture of yourself half naked and get 100,000 followers then you're going to get a 40,000 pound brand deal and you're going to get this and that because for me it's not what it's about yeah if you were trying to look like I get it myself well especially when I was a little bit younger that I look really clean and and well turned out on the site. I mean, I haven't had a shave or a haircut, so I, I don't today. But you, <laughs> that ain't the job. <laughs> the job is very, very dirty, like messy, sweaty. Like you're gonna probably come off a site looking awful. Yeah. So if you're giving an impression that it's all clean and perfect and you look amazing, it's gonna hit people like a ton of bricks when they actually get onto the job because it's not yeah. like that. Uh, you know, I want to be a realist. Like it's yeah. it can be a difficult job, and I'll post pictures of, like I'll, I'll come home absolutely filthy. That's just that's just the job. Just part the job it's not all it's not all um it's not all glamour glitz and glamour. <laughs> <laughs> tell us about get in the new program from checker trade so yeah we're trying to help them i think they're aiming it at 16 to 25 year olds the program is um basically for young people age 16 to 25 um who want to take control of their own futures um and hopefully, yeah, train in the in a trade and fill that uh, skills shortage. So yeah, it's powered by a checker trade, and it's basically to try to address the huge skill shortage. So you know, we've got a lack of electricians, plumbers, all the rest of it. Um, and yeah, that's basically what's designed to you know try to try to help. Basically, there's a lot of synergy between what they're trying to do and what Sparks Magazine do, what we do, and we're all kind of getting together. How can we try to, you know, how to inspire people? So I guess there'll be a bit of um, social media postings that they want some reels to show, like, what it's really like in a day of life of. Um, like a lot of point of view stuff. Because they're saying a lot of the younger people like gaming stuff. So that point of view where you see your hands and doing stuff, 
Um, I think we'd be working to do a lot of those sorts of posts to show what it's like, yeah. Uh, Amy, uh, from listening to you, it's it sounds dirty, it sounds hard work, and you don't get to wear lippy and high heels every day. <laughs> so, I get my nails done. It sounds perfect for me. Um, but <laughs> what, when was the time you thought, do you know what, this is brilliant. I've just had an absolute stormer of a day, or I've helped someone. or Every I've, day. Oh, fantastic. Every day, every day is, like Danny said earlier, every day is different. I just think it's, it's it would be a difficult job to do if you didn't enjoy it because it's physically hard. It gets stressful. You know, you work, you often work on jobs where you're under um, a lot of time pressure. Um, you know, you've took someone's massive fuse board off the wall and you've got to get it back on that day. You've got all the kids moaning about the Wi-Fi being off. You know, the mum wants to cook the tea or dad wants to cook tea or whatever. And, it, and there's just, you know, you're under you're under pressure all the time. Then you get the new board on, you turn it on and everything's tripping out. And you're like, oh, God. Mm. <laughs> um, Have you ever turned up and someone gone, I'm sorry, I was waiting for the electrician to come? Yeah, multiple times. Oh, no. We've had, yeah. we've had it where sort of builders are like that, haven't they? And they've come yeah. in and then been like, oh, God, a woman. It, it, yeah, is she like, your apprentice? Or, or they come in and ask me to move the van it's not yeah. my van <laughs> every everybody assumes I'm Danny's apprentice or I've had a woman a woman ask me on a job if he just brought me to work for the day to help Ooh, him my cousin bring a wife to work day that's sweet um <laughs> it was is madness and um I honestly like we went to a place where like I pulled up in my van right and it says Amy the Sparky on the side of the van and then somebody came in and was like, oh, can you move your van to Danny? Danny was like, it's not my van. They were all on the drive. They saw me pull up. It's really weird. Even Was it yesterday? We had someone's... Yeah. And a, there was, we went to do a job at a house and they were having another job done by another tradesman. And he was like, he walked in and he, was, and he literally went, oh, a female. And then just stood there staring at me. And I'm like, it still yes. blows my mind. People are just... Oh, yeah, that this is what I mean. I, I just want to make it the norm. Like I just because yeah. because I've got used to that. But I guess if young girls, especially because you're a bit more sort of self conscious and stuff, aren't you? When you're young, you care more about things. You grow up and you end up not caring about a lot of stuff. But you, um, I imagine that's really like off putting the thought of that. And that's why it just needs to be the norm. Yeah. I think some <laughs> of these guys they're never being really nasty or anything like that. No, but, I don't get a lot of nas- like nasty. No, it's like they've they've probably come into the workplace. That, I don't know. They maybe they're in their fifties now. Uh, from sixteen, they've only ever worked with men. It's yeah. all men on a. It's a bit mm. like a football team changing room, and all of a sudden you throw a woman in that. And that, but for for other people, like I, I've come from offices and it's mixed, completely mixed. Um, and the younger generation coming through, and it's it's more normal to be mixed and diverse. And I don't think anybody's just being nasty. Like, no, yeah. and what, I do think that will phase out now because yeah, I do is. think it's that older generation as they retire. Yeah, they yeah. get into retirement age, and it, and I suppose it is just a it is new to them because it's generally just been you know I think you know now it's what two percent of women on the tools mm-hmm. across in construction, and then it must have been like zero point two percent through mm-hmm. their career. So. Yeah, I think most younger people we work with, like our age or even like, well, yeah, forties. You know, it's it's just a bit normal. You'd like to think thirty-five and below. It's pretty normal now. It's got yeah. There are there, every year. There's more and more um, yeah. girls coming through across all the trades. So that's good. Is is there more finally that 
that we need to do though with so many options open for young people to encourage them into trade careers to to show actually what kind of opportunities there really are in 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 trade yeah i think things like just what we're all doing things like this and it's just going to gain more and more momentum as long as i think like amy's touched on before you, you hit it from a young age at schools and stop pushing people into a university debt machine which it seems to be that's mm. all that every school does that you know if that's a government agenda or not that's a whole different show but yeah it's got to be it's got to be young isn't it and seeing that these are okay things make young boys feel like they're not thick if they do if they want to make stairs and cupboards and things with their hands and that, that that's okay that's normal if you want to fix cars that's normal you're not stupid it's just it's a passion and for women that that's an option it's not just cooking mm. nows or whatever Trade, trades uh, like our career which all, most all trades they're, they're excellent careers like with mm. really good earning potential um and i just i'm not sure that um yeah youngsters really see that and i suppose it's trying to get across like and, the, and there's so many different um avenues to go down once you once you train different things you can do and it's just getting that out there isn't it and showing you know, I know you're going to go to university, you're going to get in huge amounts of debt, and then you've still got to find a job to start paying that off. I mean, people are put off apprenticeships because um, the, the the money's not great, the hourly rate is not great. But I know I know a girl, a female plumber, she um, stayed living at home through her apprenticeship, uh, which was four years. She saved every penny of her apprenticeship, and the year that she left, she bought her own house on her own, after four years of saving so it is doable it just depends on what what you want and you know how ambitious you are to get there so but yeah it's very doable amy danny the power couple thank you so much for joining us and thank you for listening to this episode of all about apprenticeships if you want to get in touch to have your say on anything we've been talking about today you can find more on checker trades new apprenticeship and skills channel about apprenticeships.com and if you're engaging on social just use the hashtag all about apprenticeships and if you've enjoyed this episode please do leave a rating and hit subscribe it helps other people find us 